and welcome back to another episode of Talking Bad. I'm Brian here with Blake. How you doing, Blake? Doing real good. Well, you said it last week, my friend. You said it. I was bitching and complaining about how it was just a setup episode and that I needed more consequences to actions. Boy, did we get it this week. Well, I think everyone knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Like, I'm the only person that knows this, and it's coming. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. everyone knew it was coming. But at the same time, you were still left at the end going, what happened? Ugh. I think everybody was, yep. Yeah. We'll get into that here in a minute. Um, but first, real quick, I wanted to uh, talk about some of the comments that we got from last week. Um, Vera Lynn Peterson said, you guys always do an awesome job with these podcasts. I love listening to them while at work and waiting for Sunday to roll around again. I'm anxious to see what you guys say about tonight's episode. I'm somewhat speechless. I feel like they won't get around to future Walt until the second to last episode. Wondering if Walt will break free and take a run for it or play dead. Also, I thought you guys might get a laugh out of this. A friend of mine does amazing impersonations. These are often what fills in our commercial breaks. So have you, did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I did. I thought that was pretty good. I thought uh, Walt Jr. was the best one. What would you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely the Walt Jr. It was good. It was, <laughs> he good. Does, it was he like does, a, you know, entertaining little thing there. Tell your friend uh, I would love to uh, start following him on Instagram. Um, actually, I'll give you guys his Instagram name so you can all follow him, and hopefully maybe we can all listen to him during his commercial breaks. Uh, and it's not found, so maybe that link is taken down. <laughs> and I, don't even, I don't even know what Instagram is. So. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, <laughs> send us Vera Vera Lynn Peterson. Send us a, a link to your to your uh, friend's Instagram so we can all kind of do that during the commercial breaks because that was kind of cool. Oh, Davey writes us and says my predictions for the next episode: A. Jesse, Hank, and Gomi are toast. Slight possibility one of them escapes, but I, but I hope not. B. Marie goes to the cops since Hank isn't coming home. All hell breaks loose and Walt's house is seized. C. Walt is either arrested and goes on the run, but eventually he's going to make sure Todd's gang pays for not listening to his repeated pleas to stop. You don't disobey Heisenberg. Or D. I could complete, be completely wrong on points A, B, and C. Am I the only one that's rooting for Walt? Love the podcast. Looking forward to your thoughts. What do you think? Are you still rooting for Walt? I'm always rooting for Walt, dude. Yeah, I kind of am, and I think we know what's, you know, what's going down. It's it's actually all going to come down to Walt, in my opinion, saving the day from what for for what he can save. Everything's been destroyed. I think we're going to find out, but he's going to save everything that he can. Possibly end up taking his own life. I don't know, mm -hmm. but I wanted to say that. Oh, Davey's an OG. He's an OG, man. He's He's been around a long time. He's one of our original listeners. Oh, Davey. You remember that from last um, year? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh, Davey. Yeah, well, glad to see you're still pay You're still hanging around, Davey. He, he's an OG. That's great. Um, another other things, um, we will get into some of, some of these predictions here once we get in the episode. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Walt, I feel like I'm not rooting for him. I'm just very anxious as to see what turns out. Like, I feel like it's a tragedy. I don't, he may try to save the day, but I just don't think it's going to end well. You know what I mean? I feel like we're watching a tragedy. Well, here's, here's what I think. And I mean, look, everyone has seen the episode at this point. And sure, we're going to talk about it. But if I can skip right to the end, I, I, in my opinion, I think we know that a couple guys might be killed off here. I think that 
the gun that Walt has is to come back and avenge those deaths. And that's when we're all going to turn back and be like, oh, you know, okay, at least he tried to, you know, right. reconcile something. So, you know, that's why I'm kind of still rooting for him a little bit. Um, I don't know. He's carried us this far. I mean, I love him. Are you kidding me? He's one of the best characters <laughs> ever. He is one of the best characters ever. Whether I'm rooting for him or not, I don't know. He poisoned a kid. I mean, he's he's a very good manipulator of Jesse. I mean, he was a teacher. I mean, and he's been doing all this horrible stuff. But what, but as far as predictions go, I really have we have a really solid, I think, combined prediction as where we think it's headed. Yeah. Uh, but I want to get into that later. I don't want to get into that at the very beginning of the top. Well, can uh, we but get I did want to mention. Can we get into this real quick? That we that? are doing this podcast from two separate continents. Is yes, that what you were going to yes. say? I, uh, I'm Go sorry. Uh, real quick. Um, yeah. If I if my voice sounds a little bit echoey or whatever, um, I'm actually in Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic uh, for my job. Uh, but that goes to show you how dedicated we are to the show and this podcast where any other person would probably be like, you know what? I'm going to be on this trip for work in another country. We're just going to skip this week. No way, dude. I took time out. I put aside time so that I could come here, and we, we linked up over the internet and figured out a way to connect and uh, put out another podcast for this week because it was such an important episode. Yeah, we couldn't afford – I mean, there's only three left. You know, you can't, we couldn't afford to just skip out from our, you no. know, I don't know, at least two million fans, I'm assuming, at this point, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I mean, we have, we're very <laughs> – yeah, we have a ton of, of an audience here. Um, I wanted to mention real quick Chris Jackson, uh, who commented last week when he basically wrote us and said along the lines of, I enjoy listening to your podcast each week, and thank you. And it was we were like, and that was neat. <laughs> so Chris Jackson wrote us again and said, thanks for the shout-out, I think. <laughs> and I just want to say, Chris, no, we didn't mean to seem like we were trying to belittle your comment. No, no, no. It was just a very... When I read it, it was just a very general statement, <laughs> and, and, and that's just kind of how it felt. But you did go on to say, uh, hey, you guys bring up a great point that warrants revisiting. Why hasn't Walt even suspected that Jesse could be talking to Hank at this point? All that introspective reflection, it never occurs to him. Is this a mistake attributable to his pride? He believes he's knocked Hank off his game with that chilling confession video? I personally don't think it's his pride that thinks that he's too good to be caught. I think he just likes and really does love Jesse so much that he wouldn't think Jesse would do something as to go against him that's, before this episode. That's exactly what it is. And, and in my opinion, um, when he's talking to Jack in this episode about the hit and he said, what is it? A rat, uh, rat situation. I forget exactly what he said, but is it a rat type mm -hmm. situation? And, and, and Walt took offense to that. He was like, no, yeah. he's not a rat. He's not a, few a rat. few times, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I just think Walt thought there was no way in hell that Jesse would ever go to Hank with it, and that never crossed his mind at that point. That's that's what I believe. I think he thought they were too close, and he, and, and he just loved him so much as a guy, even though he manipulated him, yeah, but he just loved Jesse. He, I mean, he was part of his family, basically. He remember remember when Hank, you know, they they talked about the idea of offing Hank, and he was like, "No, family's off limits." Mm -hmm. And so was Jesse. So I think he really thinks of Jesse as family. Therefore, Jesse was off limits until now, until everybody around him basically told him he had to do it. And you know, he's like family because he stated that exactly to Jack. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that too. Jesse he is did. like family, <laughs> but we've been saying that all along. 
That's the thing. Yeah. And now it finally came out to where, sure, Walt has been manipulating Jesse for, you know, months and months and months. But you know what? He loves him like a son. And we've said that the whole time. Right. You know? And he did Ooh. not want to have to do this. But it just kind of came to that point where there was no way around it. He's not blood. So I can do it. But he still is like family. It's on our Facebook page. Actually, if you go to uh, Facebook.com slash Talking Bad AMC, <laughs> you can uh, – Get all of our. I, I like to. We, we post some fun pictures and videos and stuff that we found uh, online. Con, you know that concern Breaking Bad, and uh, we like to look at the comments on there as well. Uh, real quick, I want to talk about uh, Ben Burnell, who said, "What a cliffhanger to the end of the episode one, though. What a cliffhanger to the end of the episode, the bastards." And I said, I know, Vince Gilligan can't keep getting away with this, like Jesse said. <laughs> I almost wanted to respond with, he can't keep getting away with this, just to reiterate <laughs> that, because he says it twice. Yeah, and he says, and Ben says, I literally shouted, no, haha, somebody has to die in this episode, surely. I'm thinking Gomez and Todd will die. And I said, oh, we'll get into that this week's episode. You better believe it. We have a pretty solid theory going. He says, can't wait, guys. Love the podcast. Constantly checking into the feed to see if a new episode is up. Keep up the great work from your fans in England. That's that's awesome, Ben. We're uh, we're we're rooting for. Well, I I'm trying to root for Walt. I'm rooting for Jesse too. I really hope Jesse makes it through, um, to the end. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I uh, yes, I think he's going to. I I don't. Uh, I mean, cheers first of all, Ben. Cheers, buddy. Awesome. That's what they say in the UK. I do believe they say cheers. I, I, I don't think that, that Todd's going to die the next episode. Uh, fortunately, fortunately for us, I think that's going to be a major showdown, and we'll get into that, but uh, continue on. Um, and the other thing that came up that I want to talk about before we get into the episode is it was just announced this week that the uh, Breaking Bad box set DVD or Blu-rays are going to be released on November 26th. And let me tell you what, you need to Google these because this looks insane. They come in a black money barrel, all stacked in this little barrel with all these different designs, like the sketch of Heisenberg on one disc, a picture of the the uh, pink uh, teddy bear on another. I mean, all these different things from the show. It comes with a Los Polos Hermanos, like, I don't know what you call it. Not a bib, but like a little worker would wear so he doesn't splash grease on himself. What is those called? Some sort of some sort of bib. An apron. An apron. An apron, okay. Like an apron. Like one of those. Um, it says here that um, fans who are addicted to the series and are itching for another hit can indulge in more than two hours of never-before-seen footage in a groundbreaking series documentary exclusive in the box set, which comes packaged in a complete replica barrel representing part of Walter White's dark legacy. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, it goes for about two twenty-five on Amazon right now. Oof. That's 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 hefty for a TV show, but I don't know. That's well, it's sweet. it's Blu-ray, you know. Hey, give it's me the Blu-ray. DVD box set. I'll get that for forty dollars. I don't own a Blu-ray player, <laughs> so I'll take the DVD set. Blu-ray. That's a fad. That's a fad. But I I fell for it. <laughs> I love the Blu-rays. <laughs> okay, well let's 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 stop dicking around here. Let's get into it. Let's get into the real stuff here. Let's get into episode thirteen, Tahajali. I have a bad feeling about this. I don't know where he is. Time is of the essence. Do you understand? 
Remember. No fear. If you remember, if you listened to us last week, we we kind of thought about what Tahajali might mean at the end of the episode or at the end of the podcast. And uh, I think we were pretty dead on about that. You were absolutely dead on, actually. Dead on. I mean, that is uh, pretty much what that area is called. We didn't know that before. We also discussed that um, we thought, what what did Jesse mean about, I'll get you where you really live? And I said it was his money. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I said it had to be his money. And and that was obviously right. And they had to figure out where and how they were going to find the money. And I thought, and you said, remember we talked and we said, you know, he can't just guess that that's where he would have hid the money. How are they going to do it? Well, here's how they did it. Hank, straight up police work. This was really sweet about this episode. Brilliant. How, how Hank maneuvered his way to figure out and narrow it down to where this stuff was. Uh, he basically uh, gets Huel to, you know, and makes this elaborate thing of that Walt's taken out everybody and they can't find Jesse and da 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 and, and then he shows him a picture of Jesse with his brains blown out and said, you know, this is happening to you and we're protecting you and all this stuff. And Huel doesn't sell out completely. I thought it was going to suck if Huel sold out completely, but he gave him just enough stuff to, to lead them in the right direction with the dirty van and whatnot. You know what I mean? Well, he told him everything he knew. I mean, that he told them everything he knew. He had nothing else to give. So, I mean, I guess he really did sell out, but at the same time, he didn't have enough information to lead them into the perfect direction that they wanted him to have right you know? he, they didn't right. have the info they wanted him to have i guess is what i'm saying and let's talk a minute about huel is i guess he's just basically stuck there in that room yeah. until all this gets planned out like i feel bad for huel because he's sitting in that room all by himself i hope that's not the last time we see him <laughs> no no and i'll tell you what real quick just a little side note Huel made a guest appearance on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia season premiere, actually, this uh, last week. So that uh, was kind of uh, cool. But anyway, whatever. Yeah. I don't know if any of you guys are all Always Sunny uh, in Philadelphia fans out there, but we are as well. Um, I just missed it this time because they changed channels. They're on the FXXXXXX now. <laughs> it's hard to find. Hard to find. It's hard to find. Okay. Okay, now we switch over and Walt meets Jack and Kenny, and then this is where we, we kind of confirm, yeah, he's putting out a contract on Jesse, but he's doing it in a way, in the nicest way possible, I would say, in the best way you could kill somebody. Right. Basically, he's like, look, I don't want him to know it's coming. I don't want it to be any pain. I just, you know, quick and, and done, because he's like, like you said, like family to me. And he repeatedly says, no, he's not a rat. No, he's not a rat. And that really comes into play later you know what i mean we uh i mean it really does i don't know if we want to talk about this just yet as we're going through the episode but that was a huge huge thing when uh, when when walt is saying that he's not a rat and then all of a sudden we get to the end of the episode and guess what from from what walt can see jesse's a rat and it completely destroyed him and that is why he surrendered that was why he surrendered. I mean, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was the whole just, I cannot believe Jesse did this. It's over for me. He's a rat. Uh, that, that was it. That said the whole yep. thing. Yep. That I think you're completely right. But going back to where we were at real quick, I thought this was this was a surprise to me where the um, Jack and Kenny were basically like, listen, we don't want any payment. We just want you to cook for us. And I was like, whoa, are we going to start cooking again? Is this going to – no way we can start cooking again. We're beyond that. 
And he was just like, he's like, no, I'm out of it. And he's like, this is, you know, you do a couple for us to get Todd back on track to get the purity up, to get the color back, because obviously that's something that, you know, makes the blue, you know, the blue, the blue. Right. Um, and he reluctantly, you know, accepts and, and decides, yes, I'll do one cook for you, I believe, is what he says. I'll do one for you. Yeah. After, and that'll get him back on track after, after it's done. Yeah. To make sure it's done the right way. And then Walt goes and visits Andrea and Brock. And that was so, I was so nervous during that. Were you nervous during that whole conversation between Brock, Andrea, and Walt? Because I felt like something was going to happen where he was going to do something really terrible just to piss off Jesse enough to where he would show himself. I didn't know he was just going to have him call. You know, I, I I wasn't. I just thought there's no way something crazy could happen right here. I mean, it just you know how the writers are. They they put you in one direction and then they completely, you know, flip it on its ear. But no, I just I didn't know what he was what he was planning there or anything like that. But I wasn't sitting here going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Like he's not gonna just kill these people and do something nuts. No. I don't think anything like that. But I did, I just didn't know. It made me very because even Brock like. If you saw Brock's face when he saw Walt, he was just like, I, I don't know this dude, but I don't I don't really fucking like anything about this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? Well, he could be having memories. Well, he obviously has to remember. You know, Walt was present the day he got sick at Jesse's. You know, he got sick. Walt was there. You know, maybe he's trying to put two and two. This little eight-year-old, you know, he's putting two and two together with his Fruit Loops. I don't know. But right. he, there was definitely something about it that he, he, he was not – not excited about right and he has andrea call you know jesse and say hey listen you know i'm worried about you you're on the drugs again and all this stuff and but then hank gets the call and he's just like yeah nice try asshole and i'm like oh yeah. hank you know foiled that whole plan i mean he was on top of it i thought that was really sick. oh yeah dude that's why i mean hank you know i mean he's a great cop dude i mean he's he's all over it and he's shut it down every single time. I mean, Walt had a little idea or whatnot. I mean, he's shutting this thing down. Mm -hmm. And that's why, <laughs> unfortunately, Hank has to go. And I think everyone knows that at this point. I think we're getting to that. I think we're getting to that. Um, the next scene we see, which is my second favorite scene of this, this week, other than the last scene, obviously, was... The A1 car wash, and Walt Jr.'s learning how to be a, a cashier there, and Saul Goodman walks in, and if you saw Walt Jr., he just loves Saul Goodman. Like he does. He's like a fan. He's a fan of Saul Goodman, <laughs> and, and just loves him, and was just so starstruck by seeing him. And uh, what, did, what did Saul say? Something about, uh, don't drink and drive, but if you do, you better call me, or something. Yeah, yeah definitely. That's what he said. That was... That was the one comedic moment of this week. Every week has one really good comedic moment. It and it's usually Saul. Hilarious. It's yeah. usually Saul to get us through it. And I felt like that scene lasted a little too long when I was watching it. Like, I got that feeling. Like, like at the end of, of, of the first half of, of season five, when the family's sitting around and they're talking, but nothing is really being said. They're just all sitting around having a barbecue. And you got very nervous because you knew... This was the last minutes of the season, of this first half. You knew something was going to happen. 
this this scene felt the same way where he was teaching him how to say it all oh, it was fun and then you know the, the high point of the scene was over and I'm like wait a second this is going on a couple minutes too long hold on hold on hold on and then all of a sudden Walt gets a picture on his phone and it's a picture of the barrel of money and you just go oh shit and I got it right away that it wasn't the actual money did you yeah, I I did, but I I also didn't know exactly. I, I guess I wasn't putting two to two two and two together. But at the same time, we already knew that Hank, Gomi, and and Jesse were scheming something. So mm-hmm. I knew for sure that this wasn't actually the money. But I of course wasn't like, well, they just you know implanted this barrel and stuff. Even though they got all that info from Huel, you know, the, right. it was a black Home Depot barrel. Right. I mean, God, what genius work that was by them to, you know, to put that together and do that. I mean, how did they know the color of the barrel, though? Could have been Huel, no, Huel told them. Huel told them. He did. He yeah, did. You're right. He said it was okay. the big 55-gallon black barrel drum from home. I got him at Home Depot. That's what he said. I got him at Home yep. Depot. You're right. So Walt freaks out and he goes sprinting out of the the car wash, right? And he starts speeding to to out you know out of Albuquerque to this Tahajali, trying to stop Jesse because Jesse's like, I'm gonna burn this money if you don't come clean. I'm gonna burn it all. Look at this! Oh, every minute you're not here, ten grand gone. Yeah. He's, and that is right where Walt lived. I mean, you saw it on Walt's face. He was fucking panicked. Oh, he was. You know that whole time. So panicked, in fact. And I don't know. Let me hear. I mean, he. He he admitted a lot on that phone when he was driving. Well, I'm sure that, that, that was took recorded. me out of it for a minute. Yeah, because I was like, no way is this brilliant scientist Heisenberg just to be like, Jesse, don't you burn that money and here's everything I've ever done that's wrong. You know what I mean? Well, he said a lot. And here's why. It goes back to what we were saying. Jesse's not a rat. He thought he was only True. talking to Jesse. He doesn't. He's not even thinking that Hank's in on this part of it although god damn it he should be thinking that probably i mean he knows that hank knows and hank's probably doing everything he can to weasel his way into this whole thing but you know okay so maybe uh the comment was right maybe his pride got in the way a little bit actually and he just doesn't believe that that that's the case but man he sure spilled a lot of shit but again he just he was talking to jesse is what he thought he was just talking to jesse he's not a rat and I can I can totally roll with that. I totally that's totally believable me to me that didn't. It, I mean, for a second I was like, wait a second, dude, you don't need to just talk about all these several murders that you've done. Just get there, you know. But you know, I believe it. He thought he was talking to Jesse. Jesse's his family. He's just trying to keep his money, which is his most important thing. That's that's what I was just gonna say. Is I mean, he, the only thing in his head is keep this money from burning up. So right. he's relaying all this stuff to Jesse. I killed Crazy Eight. I killed all these guys to save you, but you're too stupid to realize that. He always has to insult him. He always has yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he had to throw that in there. But, you know, right. that's what he had to let Jesse know that I did all this for you. Yes, I poisoned Brock, but do you know, I, I mean, you know me. There was just enough. He's fine. I did that. You know me. You're Crazy. right, right. That's nuts. And so he's speeding out there, and then he arrives at the place, and you know they're not there. You, I mean, I knew what was happening here. They're tailing. At this they point, yes. Him. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, but actually, my question is, where are they tailing him from? Because that was my only uh, discrepancy. Uh, they the car wash. 
You think they were okay? They were at the car wash and just waiting. I think they were staking them out. Okay. I think they okay. were they were on him. They they. I mean, if they had this plan in set, obviously when they make this call, they're on him. To okay. See where he goes. Obviously, that makes plenty of sense. I mean, and I yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't. I'm like, I'm sure. thinking a GPS tracker under his car, or are they just watching him of that. from afar. I thought of that as well, but you know. Uh, so he gets to to Hodgley and he gets out and he's walking around. And he's screaming, Jesse, Jesse, and then it hits him that he's been fucking had. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah. it was both devastating and satisfying to see him realize that he's been double tricked, you know, by Jesse, the guy who's always calling dumb. And I, I, right. I don't know, I didn't right. know how to take that. I was like, oh, I feel bad for him, but. Yep, you kind of deserve it, dude. You know well, what I mean? And that's that's the point of the show. It's the and, point of the character. And and I'll tell you, the scene before when they were at the car wash and and Walt's talking to Saul, you know, and Saul mm-hmm. says something along the lines of like he's not as stupid as you make him out to be talking about right. Jesse. And then boom, look what happens, you know, the next scene you know, in real time, you know, probably an hour later or whatever, right. he's been had by Jesse. And the thing is, you know, he's got his phone out. And so now he's sitting here thinking about, I've got GPS on my phone. That's why he throws, you know, takes the battery out and throws it down, you know. But right. they didn't even use that. They obviously just tailed him, like you said, from the uh, the car wash. Right. And he just kind of sits down and he realizes he's been had. He doesn't know exactly how, but he knows that he's been tricked. And then... Uh, Great, great shot as off in the distance, the smoke rising from the bushes, and you know it's a car. And he's just like, shit. And he starts, you know, running around trying to hide, jumps behind this car, pulls out his boulder. pistol. Jumps behind a boulder. Yeah, okay, jumps behind this boulder. And uh, this, this well, he calls um, Jesse, or Todd, Todd, Todd and, his, Todd and his uncles, and he's like, you got to get here. Here he is, da 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 um, He's coming for me, and I'm all by myself. you got to get here now. And this car pulls in. He's like, how many? Oh, I think there's like three guys. I think there's like three guys. And then all of a sudden, he's like, wait a minute. And he realizes a tank with Jesse. And you can, like you said, dude, you can just see the devastation fall over his face. He just freezes, and they have that close-up, and he's just tears rolling down his face. I mean, best, one of the best scenes I've ever seen, I think. Just complete... Giving up, I think. Oh yeah. From what you said. Oh yeah, it was a complete give up. I mean, he, I mean, it was that was the end right there. I mean, that was how it was supposed to end for him in his mind. He's like, well, this is it. They they caught me. I mean, there's nothing left for me to do. I'm done. Let's go. Yeah. And and it's just and it was very nerve wracking to see, you know, him slowly get up and he raises his arms just like Gus did. Back in those few episodes ago, or, or a couple seasons ago, when he was almost caught, he just kind of raised his arms up, almost like Jesus Christ himself, <laughs> and started slowly walking. And, you know, Hank's do going through the motions, you know, put your hands behind your head, walk backwards towards me, yada, yada. And Jesse's just sitting there going, holy shit, holy shit, are we actually getting him? Yeah. It's actually happening. You can We're see actually him smile him. a couple times, like kind of crack a little bit of a smile, but at the same time, he looked devastated himself, you know? He just yeah. didn't know how to interpret this whole situation. A lot of mixture of, of emotions yeah. in that scene. And uh, so Hank finally puts those cuffs on him real hard, and, and he talked about it earlier a few, ep- or a few seasons ago as well, like, I just wish I could have been the one to put the cuffs on Heisenberg and... 
And that's when uh, Walt said, well, maybe he's still out there. I think that's when he said that. Maybe he's still out there when he was hammered. Might have been. You know? They made it a point. They made it a point to get the perfect camera angle and have Hank slap those cuffs on. That was something right. that's been building up for four the seasons. Or so. Yeah, yeah. Just forever. The whole show. And the, also the fact that they had no music playing during all of that. It was just silence. You just heard nothing but him walking and then just the clunk clunk of the of the handcuffs. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So when Hank puts the handcuffs on Walt, what is going through your mind at this point? Like, are you thinking that's, I mean, obviously it has to end in the next few minutes. Do you have any idea of what may happen next or where we're going at that point? Uh, dude, <laughs> I swear to God, I knew exactly what was happening. I swear, no. dude. I swear. And well, here, well, okay, maybe not when the the handcuffs snapped, but I'll okay. tell you. Uh, well, first of all, the the little scene between uh, Jesse and Walt, where Jesse spits in his face, and then you know they go at oh. it, and and they separate the two, and Walt goes into the uh, the, the SUV. Jesse's in Walt's car now, and right. you've got Hank and Gomi standing around, and. I'll tell you, when Hank made that call to Marie, uh, that was his swan song, I believe they call it. I think that is the consensus. When 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 he's calling Marie and I'm just sitting here going, oh, my God, these dudes are still coming. I swear to God that I'm sitting here going, they're coming right now. I know Walt told him not to. They are coming. And I mean, you know, as, look, as gay as that might sound like, oh, yeah, obviously he watched the episode. He knows what happened. Well, it's like, dude, no, that is what I thought. They're still coming. Something is happening. He said his goodbyes. He, he said, I, I might not be home for a while. I love you. You know, he almost cried. Marie's crying. I love you. And I'm like, that's his final scene. This is his final scene. Something's mm -hmm. happening. What else could happen aside from Jack and the gang are coming out here right now, and this is going down. That's exactly what I thought. I did not. I, I see. I did not see that coming. I thought because he was like, listen. I mean, we, we forgot to mention that when he sees Hank and Jesse, and he's so devastated, he is still on the phone with Jesse's uncles or with Todd's uncles, and he's like, listen, it's off. Don't come. And then the last thing he says is, do not come. And I'm sitting there going, okay, they're not. They're he made it very clear not to come, but it didn't dawn on me that they need him now to cook. It didn't dawn on me. Right, right. So they're sitting here, and at the same time, they could be sitting here thinking, why would he all of a sudden, I mean, at one point, five seconds ago, he's like, get here right now. Get here right now. Five seconds later, he's going, never mind. Just don't <laughs> come. You know, they've yeah. got to be sitting here going, okay, could could Walt be turning rat on us? We don't know what's going on, but we better go out there and just kind of check it out. Let's make sure. You yeah, know, that makes sense. Because he could be turning on us as we speak because he's out of the game. He doesn't want to cook for us. I took it to mean that he may be in trouble or at gunpoint and was just like, well, I'm done. Never mind. Don't even come. I got this gun pointed at me. Well, they're yeah. going out there going, we need him. We need him for the for the, for the blue. That too. I'm, well, yeah. I mean, I, there's a few ways you could look at that whole thing. But yeah, that too, that would that would work as well. So anyway, we're jumping around here. But, you know, that, that I mean, that moment he gets put in the car. And yes, Hank starts talking to, to Marie. And, and the line that also did it for me that I knew that Hank was done for was when he said, 
Probably not going to be home for a while. Obviously, meaning, you know, I got a lot of work to do to explain to people right, about my brother right. But that was the sign that's like, that's it for, for Hank. If he doesn't die the next episode, I might be kind of mad about it. I, that was the perfect ending. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, no, he, <laughs> that was the closure for his character. He caught him. He did what he wanted to do. Now, sure, it's not going to, you know, possibly go to trial or whatever for him, but he did what he needed to do, and he made his goodbyes, and that's it, dude. Hank is dead. Right. If Hank is not dead, yeah, then I'm going to be like, mm, I don't know about the writing of the last few episodes, actually. <laughs> right. They can't keep tailing us on like that. I mean, this he should die. I mean, he should die. Unfortunately, when we come back. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. but that'd be perfect. Yeah. And um, I, okay, you go. Um, well, I was going to move on and say my thoughts were during that, that reveal was I kept expecting Walt to be in the car, handcuffed, devastated about Jesse. First of all, let's, well, hold on. Let's talk about how just, he just looks at Jesse and just calls him a coward. Yeah, that was sweet. Like, what a great response to... Uh, do you have any questions about your Miranda rights? Or whatever yeah, the Miranda was saying. rights, yeah. And he was just looked at Jesse and he's like, you coward, you know. And, oh, it's amazing. So he gets put in the car, you know, handcuffed completely. He's in this car. There's nothing he can do. And I'm sitting there going, he's just going to look at the, look down and kind of be crying or possibly pissed, and that's going to be it. And that's that's going to leave us. Uh, 95%, that's where I thought – we were going, I knew it was going to end within 30 seconds or a minute. I'm like, he's going to be in the car, game over. We're going to wait to find out what happens next week that he gets out of custody. And then all of a sudden, he turns and looks in the rearview mirror and sees these fucking trucks rolling in. And I swear to God, did not see it coming. But I'm sitting there, and I literally went, oh, no. And I covered my <laughs> mouth. I covered my mouth. With my one hand, and that's the way I sat for the rest of the episode. Just like, oh my god, oh my god, they came. They actually fucking came anyway. Nothing. They didn't even see that coming at all, and it was amazing. Well, now look, it could have ended the way you said, with him looking down and being like, oh shit. And then the next episode was going to begin with what we saw at the end. That was how it was right. going to begin. I, I'm just, you know, I'm telling you, and I think there's probably a number of people out there that were like, dude, all the all the pieces fell into place, like. We knew that was happening. Eh, no, right. I mean, call me crazy or like a liar, possibly, but no, I'm watching it. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I thought was going to happen. Right. I now. mean, I look back on it and I feel like I should have seen that coming. But at the time, I was so like, there's no music being played. It's been very quiet. We've already had a commercial break and come back to the exact same thing with no music. And I'm very, I know something's going to happen. And I'm so into the scene that I'm not thinking about what could happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just yeah. watching. Well, you've just seen your main protagonist be taken down after five seasons, five and a half seasons. All of a sudden, what you know, it happened. What we thought might never happen. He was put in handcuffs. So that you know left us all sitting there going, "Holy shit! It really happened!" Wow. All right, all right. And so Todd's uncles pull up, and Jesse or Todd's with them, and. They, they pull out their guns and all these crazy guns and they pull it on them and on Gomi and, and Jesse's just like, he looks around. He's like, Oh shit. I forgot. You know, I just About Todd stirred up the, <laughs> right. I just stirred the hornet's nest. Oh my God. This is not over. Like I thought it was. And this is the one grape I had with this. 
and this is a very minor gripe because I thought this was a phenomenal episode, was they pull the guns on Hank and Gomi, right? And they're, it's like a standoff. Like, you know, who are you? And it's like, ah, oh, we're the Arizona PD, da-da-da-da. We're Albuquerque PD. Show us, da-da-da. And he's like, well, show us your badges. Prove to us. And they just don't. Like, you don't just go take down the Heisenberg without a badge. Do you? Well, no, but at the same time, I think that was just a, I mean, a, a ploy by to. these guys, a tactic, yeah. You know, Jack said, show us your badges and we'll get ourselves up. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? No, <laughs> that true. wasn't happening whatsoever. I mean, this was going to end in a gun battle. That's true. So, you you see, and, and I'm sitting here this whole time, very slow motion, Give each other up, da 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 da. It's going back and forth. Who's gonna fire first? I'm thinking we're gonna end any second, any second. This is gonna be the last shot, any second. All of a sudden, that one Todd's official uncle looks over to the other friend, and he looks at him, and he looks, bang, bullets start flying everywhere. You know, all hell's breaking loose. Now, this is where a lot of people were like, what the fuck? Like, nobody hit anybody. In that very long sequence, and they shot up Walt's car, who they need more than anybody. So what do you think about that? Well, um, now I'll, I'll be honest with you. I did see something online when I was kind of looking into that particular scene. At some point or another, it came along where it was explained that the guns, apparently, okay, I'm not confirming this, but the guns that that Jack's Jack and Todd's gang have are kind of older style guns, apparently, you know, they might not be as accurate as they right. should be, but at the same time, you know, Gomi's busting up a shotgun. Now, look, I used to hunt when I was younger. Okay. With shotguns, they're buckshots. If, if you rewatch the scene, I mean, those, that, that truck in the car, I mean, they're 60, 70 yards away from these guys. They're a very decent distance uh, away. A buckshot. Isn't going to do shit to anybody from that far. I mean, it's going to hit you like, God damn it, he shot me. Shit. That hurts. You know, a, a, a shotgun blast from that far away is not going to really hit anybody. If it does, it's not going to affect them too much. Now, second of all, handguns. A handgun from 70 yards away? Are you kidding me? I went down to Georgia and shot my brother's handgun. I couldn't hit a target in the head from 15 yards. Handguns are <laughs> not very accurate. You right. know, so you got Hank with a handgun. You got Uncle Jack with a handgun. Now, granted, you got a couple guys with machine guns. I mean, these are spraying 60 bullets a second. Okay. That and granted, was also, on another line, uh, like, that scene was a very intense, I'd say, eh, 20, 25 seconds there where they're shooting at each other. A lot of that in slow motion. That's a lot of editing where it's like, that's maybe seven to eight seconds that, of actual time that we saw. Right, Not unbelievable yeah. that they wouldn't hit each other in that amount of time. Right. I mean, once the bullets start flying, I mean, these guys are, are flying behind the truck. I mean, you know, the SUV, everyone's taking cover. And look, you're not going to shoot through an SUV from one side to the other and still kill somebody on the other side. I mean, that's not going to happen. That's going to stop a bullet. I mean, there's a lot of shit in between. Did Todd... Do you look like he was just not caring? Like, I don't know what I'm shooting, yes. what is going on. Yes, it looked very <laughs> much like that. When they, like, I think that was an accident when they filmed him on that part. On that part, I mean, he just, he was holding it, like, down by his chest. It was just like, it, 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 just not yeah. shooting very well. 
when I saw it, it felt like the, the editor was pulling a prank on him. Like, I'm going to put this gay shot of him, like, not even trying in this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, listen, I did see, again, when I was kind of, like, looking into that scene, you know, because I, I heard a lot of backlash Very about important. it. Yeah. Um, you know, I looked into it, and some people were sitting here going, Gomez was shot. You could see blood. Really? You could see blood on his shirt that Gomez was shot, and he's back behind the SUV kind of wincing. Well, I watched it again tonight, and I mean, I didn't put it in slow motion or pause it or any of that bullshit. I just watched it as it was happening, and basically, it was just shadows on his shirt that made it look like, you know, I could see where mm -hmm. someone would be like, oh, he was shot. It was just shadows on his shirt. He wasn't shot, and he's wincing because a thousand bullets are coming at him right now. <laughs> right. That's it. From like six dudes. So and what we saw, Gomi has not been shot. Hank has not been shot. Nothing has happened. What I do think has happened is that while all the focus on the SUV has happened, Jesse has escaped out of the car. Okay, but we're almost there. We're almost okay. we're almost to our theory. Okay. Okay. Um, also, another person, as to the accuracy of these shots, pointed out um, when the scene where uh, Walt called uh, Todd's uncle's crew, they're all drinking beers in this little bar like oh, yeah. place playing. Pool. No, right in there, so, right in their little compound. Actually, they're just in their little right. compound. Maybe they're a little hammered. Maybe then they yeah. don't have the best accuracy right now. That very well could be. So, before we get into the theory of what we think is going to happen next. I want to ask you what Ben, the, the thing that Ben was talking about, and this was I, I, the most heartbreaking thing I think I've ever felt in the series. I'm so into this, and I'm not blinking, and I'm watching this action, and I do not know which one of these major characters that I've followed for four years now is going to die, and Walt falls over, and he hits his face, and the glasses break off, and then immediately cut to black. What was your reaction right then? Well, he was just taking cover. He hasn't been hit by right. any means. I mean, he's no, just I'm not saying cover. that, but the fact that that's where the episode ended. I don't know. I guess, I guess my thought is, where is it going to start? It might not even start with that, with that gunshot at the Tuesley Corral. Right. Tuesley. I just couldn't believe that they would end the episode in the middle of an action scene, in the middle of a gunfight. Like when he did that, I was like, ah. Oh, God damn it. Directed by Vince Gilligan. You can't keep getting away with this. I know, you can't keep like, getting away with this. Like, that was such an intense part to end it. Like, I really hope that they come back and, and pick it up right where they left off. I hope they don't, like, flash forward or something. I don't know. I, I guess I, I wouldn't mind a flash forward, to be honest with you. That'd be Well, right, not a flash know, forward, but... but, like, an alternate thing, like what they did with Jesse coming in with the gas and dump it everywhere and you're like oh my god this is so insane and then you bring in the next episode and it's like all over and you have to follow Walt for a while and then go back to Jesse I don't want that I want to see what happens to Hank and Gomi because here's the theory that that I that, that that I'm going with Hank and Gomi gone game over they're done mm -hmm. Jesse is by himself now with Walt and Todd's gang we know that Hank or that Walt very much cares for Jesse. But I think Todd and his uncles take Jesse. They can take him. Like a kidnapping, sure. I can see Either it. a kidnapping and force him to cook or whatever. Now, they let Walt go because they don't need him. They have Jesse. They have Jesse. They don't need Walt. Jesse's the other half of the Heisenberg product. 
the fact that Hank is dead and Marie has Jesse's interrogation tape sitting at the house. Hank, her husband, dies from what she probably thinks is Heisenberg, and it kind of is, and she is pissed, takes the tape in. Walt finds out, has to go into hiding. Goes into hiding, but his guilt about Jesse being forced to make meth for these dudes and his love for Jesse makes him come out of hiding, come back to Albuquerque, get this machine gun to save Jesse. That's my theory. I'm sticking to it this season. Uh, well, not to mention the killing of Hank that he didn't want to happen. I right. mean, there's it's not just Jesse. I mean, he killed Hank, too. I mean, that is bad news. Walt did not want that to happen at all. And I think, no. I, I, yeah, I think that is very well on the lines of what's going on. I mean, there could be a couple of ways they go about it. Right. But, I, yeah, I think that, you know, Jesse, like I was saying, okay, so all the focus is on the SUV. You can see Jesse reach for the handle. They're not paying attention to Walt's car. I mean, he could easily sneak out of there, kind of crawl behind some rocks or something and, and be hidden. And, and then once all the gunfire's done, you know, they come out and they get Walt out of the car. And he's just like, Jesus Christ, no. But then there's, <laughs> right. there's Jesse and they're like, all right, well, we'll take Jesse. Hey, maybe they take both of them and they're back together yeah. again. One of them escapes, that being Walt. Yeah, yeah. But, but that wouldn't necessitate a... a um, an, an ID change or a, you know, a, what am I trying to say here? Uh, identity. Identity change. Right. So that's why I think you're right with the whole Maria thing comes into play and Walt has to leave because they know it's him. His house has been seized. Yeah, actually, we're going to go with that. His house has been seized. They know it's Walt. Yeah. I think that, like I said, you know, I think Ben or Chris or John or someone said something about Todd being killed in this episode. I don't see that happening. It's going to be a showdown yeah. between Jesse and Todd, and it actually could come down to where Walt comes to save Jesse from this gang, and Jesse gets yeah. the last shot off on Todd and kills him. Now, I did have an off-the-wall an off the wall theory that I'm not sticking by at all. It was just something I thought of. <laughs> okay. That, like we, you had been saying the whole time, when when you see these flash forwards, you don't see Walt with like a look of, what is it? Um, it's not revenge. It's just regret. Right. Okay. So it's remorse. not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Remorse. It's not necessarily revenge looking. He looks very depressed in these flash forwards. I mean, he's just a man that's broken. What yeah. if, just like we saw with the the uh, uh, clan gang. When 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 uh, Jack and their gang came and took out the clans, and the main clan guy, I'm not sure of his name, is still crawling, <laughs> and Todd says, "Uncle Jack, we got one," and Uncle Jack says, "Fire in the hole," shoots him in the head. Done. Right. What if this would be mind blowing? I don't expect this to happen, but what if the same thing happened, and Hank was sitting here crawling like for his life uh, and they get walled out of the car and they're just like you need to finish this like or oh you're, you're dead because we've got jesse we've got jesse he can cook you need to finish this or you're dead and walt has to shoot hank boom uh, wouldn't that be nuts i don't expect that to happen whatsoever i'm just saying wouldn't that be nuts 
That would be out of this world insane. I don't expect that. Oh, boy, my God. oh boy, that'd be something else. Oh, man. Well, I will say this. Um, Aaron Paul tweeted, uh, the guy that plays obviously plays Jesse, uh, before or at the very, towards the end of, of this episode, while it was airing, said, heart will speed up, breathing will slow down, you will want to look away but won't be strong enough, and the worst is yet to come. Mm. Yeah, yeah, could be. Could so be what trouble. you just said, it could be just devastating. And I do want to talk about, um, real quick here, before, before we go, the next episode. The next episode is titled... Azimendias, which is the name of that poem we talked about a few at the very beginning. Remember that poem oh. that we make sense of? That's, yeah. That's the name of it. Okay. Walt, it's me. Thought I'd try you again. We were just wondering when you thought you'd be back. Just give us a call whenever you can. That is this one. And um, there was a New York Times did a panel with the everyone involved with Breaking Bad bef- right before the season started just to kind of like get a feel out for help promote it. And they were trying to like, obviously tease Vince Gilligan like what, you know, what's going to happen? Can you tell us anything? Can you give us any clues? And he's like, no, 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 no. But I will tell you the third to the last episode of the season will fucking knock your socks off. Ooh, that's that next is, week. That is next week. And next week's episode is also directed by Ryan Johnson, who is the director, a major movie director now. He directed Looper. He directed Brick. He directed Looper? F- that was a complete flop, wasn't it? It was amazing. It was pretty good. It Looper? was pretty good. Isn't that the guy that jumps through, like, time? And... No, 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 no. That's Jumper. Oh, Looper's oh. the time travel one with okay. Bruce Willis. Okay. Um. <laughs> I think we've had that conversation before <laughs> in this podcast. But he directed the fly episode. With Remember the one fly they couldn't yeah, find? Yeah. He directed that, and he also directed 51 from last year, from 2012. Ooh, so he's a very ago. good director, and this is supposed to be an episode that's just going to clean our clocks, evidently. I mean, he's, Vince Gilligan said it's his favorite episode of this last season. Is wow. This next one. Okay. So it's definitely one to get to get ready for. Um, Blake, anything else? Any other theories here before we sign off? I mean, I don't think there's anything else we can talk about. I know we're cutting it cutting it quick here at the end, but uh, so did the show. I don't know where we're gonna end up. Uh, we we have our we have my prediction at least what I think is gonna happen. With I think Jesse's gonna be kidnapped by the gang. I think Todd or I think Gomi and Hank are done for. And I think the fact that Jesse made that tape is going to force Heisenberg to go into hiding. So I, I, I yeah, I, I can't, I can't say that that is wrong. I think that's completely right. Actually, I just that's <laughs> what I think is going to happen. I mean, I've thrown out all my theories as well. I mean, that's that's all I've got. I mean, you're right. That's happening. That's what's happening. I think maybe who I, knows. We've been wrong every single time. Every single time, though, with our theories, we've been wrong. For the most part, yeah. I don't think we're going to be right this time. I don't know. <laughs> I really like the fact that that Jesse really hates Walt right now and would do anything to take him down, and Walt was the opposite. Walt loves Jesse, wants to do anything he could to save him, 
obviously he just tried to put a hit on him, but he was kind of forced into that. He feels like he was forced. Well, you know? they, they could also turn it around too and make Jesse just like Walt again. If, if, if Jack and the gang come up and they catch Jesse and they're about to kill him and Walt's like, no, no, don't kill right. him, you know, boom. And then all of a sudden Jesse could be like, okay, Walt loves me still. You know, I, right. it, it could be a number of ways it goes. Yeah, we're just going to have to wait and see. I know you guys are all waiting anxiously. This is the, probably the hardest week. And that's the other thing I wanted to mention after I saw this episode end. Real quick here. Somebody mentioned online in the comments how much it would it's going to suck in the future for somebody to be watching this series for the first time and get to this episode and have it end, and they're just going to be able to be like, oh, next episode, play. Oh, like, they're not going to yeah. understand the complete devastation of having that episode end and literally be waiting seven days to find out how it, how it ends. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. that's what I like. That's what I like about watching the show live. I mean, I've, I caught up to the show, the first three seasons on Netflix, mm -hmm. but there were times like when, when Walt pulled in out of nowhere and ran over the drug dealers that Jesse was about to kill and just looked at him and said, run. And that was the end of the season. My mind would have been blown. Right. And I think that's that's an important part of this series is this wait between to find out like we're just all dying to see what's going to happen. Yeah, you got to be able to soak it all in. I mean, if you're able to just watch every episode one after the other, I did the same thing. I think I was like the first two seasons or something I watched on Netflix one after the other, possibly didn't even sleep just or work. <laughs> just got to watch it, got to watch it, got to watch it. But yeah, I mean, right. that's that, that's part of the. You know, experience. The, the experience, yeah. You know, I mean, just watching it, waiting a whole week and being like, shit, oh my God, what is going to happen? Obviously, Hank and Gomi are dead. We know this. Will they be? Probably. Do we? Because evidently, whatever we think is going to happen, the complete opposite reverse of that is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Well, we'll see. All right. Well, anyway, that's going to do it for this week uh, from the Dominican Republic and, and, Cleveland, Ohio. In Cleveland. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on a work vacation in Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> we cannot wait, just like you, for next week's episode. So keep the comments coming. Go to Facebook.com slash TalkingBadAMC or go to TalkingBad.blogspot.com. Send us your theories. Send us your comments, questions, whatever. We'll talk about them uh, on the air next week. And get ready, folks. I mean, according to every kind of sign, it's about to get a whole lot worse. Wait a minute, we're the we're we're Facebook.com slash talking bad AMC. Like we took that, that's us. <laughs> yeah, they took our name, I took that. <laughs> oh, oh, look at that. Look at that. We got you, Vince Gilligan. We we can keep getting away with this. <laughs> we're keep getting away with it. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. We'll see ya. See ya.